Sewage and sea level rise plague paradise. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report about water. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. California officials are expected to establish limits on a chemical pollutant that has been found in many water systems. About 28 years ago, the California Water Resources Control Board detected the contaminant known as TCP in drinking water systems. But neither the EPA nor the state set a limit on how much of the chemical could be in tap water. TCP was used as a paint remover and a degreasing agent and was also an ingredient in pesticides made by Dow and Shell that were widely used more than 30 years ago. TCP is a carcinogen that doesn't break down in soil and can instead migrate into water. The Environmental Working Group released a report last week showing that the state has detected TCP at higher than the expected limits in more than 90 California public water systems, primarily in the San Joaquin Valley, which supplies much of the U.S. with nuts and vegetables. The Environmental group claims that TCP should have never been in pesticides in the first place because it had no role in killing the pests it was intended to control. In lawsuits filed by communities in the San Joaquin Valley, documents obtained show the companies left the chemicals and pesticides to avoid the costs of proper disposal. In effect, the companies were using farmers to get rid of toxic chemicals, according to a spokesperson for the environmental organization. Shell and Dow have paid multi-million dollar settlements to some communities for water filtration systems, but dozens of cases are still pending. A French company has made a train that looks just like a typical one running on diesel, but instead of running on dirty fuels, it uses hydrogen and is pollution-free. Last month, it was successfully tested in Germany. Fuel cells on top of the train combine hydrogen and oxygen, generating electricity, which is stored in lithium-ion batteries. The only emissions from the train are steam and water, making it much more environmentally friendly. The train's project manager told CNN Tech that the steam is so clean, you can breathe it in. The Germans are impressed enough by the test runs that they have ordered 60 trains from the French firm. Each two car train requires a 200-pound tank of hydrogen and can travel up to 500 miles a day at nearly 90 miles an hour. And another benefit, the train is nearly noiseless, but for the sound of the wheels and rushing air. Two reports from the Aloha State this week. More than 3,000 cesspools have been closed in Hawaii since 2005, but as of last year, there were nearly 90,000 in the state. Cesspools collect and discharge untreated raw sewage into the ground, allowing pathogens and harmful chemicals to pollute groundwater, streams, and even the ocean. They are more widely used in Hawaii than in any other state, according to the EPA, but one operator that was supposed to close its cesspools a long time ago and did not? the U.S. Navy. Recently, the Navy agreed with the EPA to close three large-capacity cesspools on Oahu. The service had closed six others. The Navy will pay a fine of almost $100,000. Groundwater supplies 99% of all domestic water in Hawaii, and it may be threatened by an additional problem, rising levels caused by climate change. As sea levels rise, the potential exists for urban areas to flood by water coming up from below the ground. 
a computer model developed by researchers at the University of Hawaii at Manoa, shows that real estate, roads, and tourist attractions could be severely affected. And because the water will rise from the ground, no seawalls will protect Honolulu or Waikiki. The study found that levels in some places are already two feet below the ground at high tide. And researchers confirmed that almost 90% of the cesspools being used are likely already inundated. Much attention was focused last week on the development of a new device that can pull water vapor out of thin air. Researchers at MIT, using materials created at the University of California, Berkeley, have developed a water harvester that can produce H2O out of the air in even arid climates. In testing over a 12-hour period, the solar-powered device was able to produce about three quarts of water on an MIT rooftop. To put it simply, the appliance pulls water vapor out of the air at night and turns it into liquid during the day. The scientists working on the project say that homes, even in the driest parts of the world, may soon have the devices which could help billions of people. The technology developed by UC Berkeley has other possible uses, including the potential to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. And finally, it's the Buddhist New Year, and in Thailand, it's a time when people head out of cities to see friends and family and practice a host of solemn traditions. Rituals like cleaning images of the Buddha, washing the hands and feet of elders, offering food to monks, gestures meant to symbolize purification ahead of the new year. The holiday also includes the sweet gesture of sprinkling water on loved ones to send wishes for a year filled with blessings and if needed, to wash away sins and evil energy. But these days in Thailand, that gentle splash has turned into an all-out dousing. Residents arm themselves with water guns and buckets to participate in what's now called the world's biggest water fight. Rowdy revelers flood the streets to drench each other in a party that goes on for days. Some even make the pilgrimage to Thailand's old capital city, Ayataya, where they can have the privilege of being sprayed with water by trained elephants for a jumbo-sized portion of good luck. The New Year holiday happens during Thailand's hot and dry season, so welcome by many as relief from sweltering heat. But that doesn't mean the country's military government isn't sweating it. Since taking power in a 2014 coup, they've tried to restore what they see as traditional Thai values that have been corrupted by outside Western influences. They've instituted bans on skimpy clothing and restrictions on alcohol. By all accounts, images of thousands dressed in floral shirts or less enjoying street parties means the government's attempt to pour cold water on festivities is getting drowned out by people focused on fun. This Week in Water is supported by the American Waterworks Association. Build a better world through better water at AWWA's ACE 17 in Philadelphia, June 11th through 14th. Learn more at awwa.org ACE 17.